Hey guys, this is Andre. Hey, this is Stephanie. And this is Table, Table for, for Four. four. Today on the podcast, we have special guests, returning guests, Byron, with some uh, feedback and some questions on the hot topic of mandates. Yes. So, if you didn't have an opportunity to listen to Byron back on a previous episode, uh, he was featured on the Essential Worker series, where we spoke to different um, essential workers that talked about their their time working during the pandemic and you know their views and their thoughts, you know, just working through a tough time. And uh, Byron was also on another episode on the anti-Asian hate crime discussions. And he was also paired with another awesome guest, uh, Ben Lau. Uh, so if you haven't had an opportunity, please go back. But we want to welcome Byron. Byron, how are you doing today? Welcome. Hello, what's up? Oh, it's good to be here. How are, you, how are you guys? We're good. Good. At least you're not on video. because this time. We're not on in Zoom. Person. Yeah, yeah, we're recording in person, which is good. Nice. So we're here to talk about this hot topics about these mandates. So I know you guys had a conversation. How did that even start? We were going to a funeral and uh, one of our coworkers that we worked with for the last seven years together, like on and off, passed away from COVID. Mm. So the whole car ride, we were like just contemplating and just, you know, like talking about the whole, like the mandates and everything. And then uh, of what constitutes someone to lose their job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, is it justifiable to someone just to lose the job, you know, if they don't get the vaccine? Because that's, that's what's happening right now. You know, you know, the court is saying now that employers have to, you know, because it's a court mandate for employers to have their employees vaccinated or inoculated by a certain time. And if they don't meet that criteria, then they're, they're forced to downsize. So going back to your friend that he recently passed away, I'm really sorry to hear about yeah. that. but. The first thing that comes to mind to me is like, was he vaccinated? We don't know. We don't know, we don't right? Know. Now, I think that's another concern. Like, a, there's a lot of assumptions that if you are vaccinated, that you're less likely to get COVID. Or if you're unvaccinated, that you're more likely to get COVID. I think it's really about trying to figure out best place scenario. Right. Even if you are vaccinated, you can still catch COVID. Yep. That's, just, that's just what it is. Again, if you are exposed to it, if you work in, you know, high pub, you know, highly publicized places, if you're working as a, as yourself, if you're working as an engineer, if you're working in the hospital, if you're working in the schools, you have the higher chance of being exposed to it, right. regardless if you're vaccinated or not. Right. And then we work with the public, so we're, yeah. we're likely to, to contract it anytime. Anytime. You know, yeah. but luckily I got vaccinated. Byron's vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We both made the decision to get vaccinated. Yeah, but did you guys make the decision or did this, did your job kind of like said to you, you had to do it? No, I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, they gave you the choice. They were like, you know, it, it, it was like, but, it's, that's, it's, it's but voluntarily. that's the word choice. Voluntarily. Choice. But now things are different. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, now starting October 4th, which was two days ago, mm -hmm. actually yesterday. Starting yesterday, you had to have been, been vaccinated or subject to weekly testing if you're not vaccinated. Would, would you think that there's a preference if you're not vaccinated, right? And you wanted to take 
the 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 weekly nasal swabs does that work too are you are you okay with that if you weren't vaccinated would you be still subjecting yourself to well you you know what i will play devil's advocate because now my mom works at a nursing home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she was subject to it all last year yeah twice a week twice a week yep even even if she was vaccinated, she, it was, even yeah, even when she you know, was vaccinated, that was the New York State mandate law. You know, like for nursing all, homes, yeah, for all healthcare workers, all healthcare workers, healthcare workers right, 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 to be uh, to be uh, you know jabbed in the nose. <laughs> so you I either mean, you either get the jab anymore. in the arm or yeah. you get the jab in the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You used to be like really far back in your nose, but now that they just do like just the uh, the nasal passage, they don't they don't put it up to the back of your. Like right, so into they get, your brain right. or something like that. They get to the <laughs> yeah, that's what someone was saying. I was like, they went back there and reached my brain. Oh, I thought goodness. that was pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah, so <clears throat> the healthcare workers they're getting twice a week. One's a rapid test and one's a PCR test, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. antigen test. You know, three day test. You know, depending on which results happen, if one of them is neg- positive or negative, they get sent home. You know, so. But now, now it's, get, it's getting pushed through all employers now. Yeah. So that's where the people are having the problem with right now. So now, again, so now we're talking about choice, right? So we're right. talking about autonomy. We're talking about being able to make your own medical decisions. So how is it for you guys? Like when you had this conversation, how did it, how did it bring up those issues for you? Because again, you work with the public, you're out there, you're working, you're essential workers. And a lot of people don't agree. Why do I have to feel obligated to do this vaccine? It's just a matter of time. Because we're getting to think about it. It was the healthcare industry first. Then it was the restaurant industry that they had to be uh, vaccinated mm-hmm. or at least, yeah, vaccinated at least one of them before a certain amount of time because they're the ones that are dealing with the public a lot mm-hmm. more, getting food, food handling, you know, everything is touching of, of, of products all the time. Right. You know? And then now it's, it's trickling down to like police officers, uh, the Board of Education now, and then to all the, all the other companies now. Mm-hmm. And that's where everyone has a problem with it now. And then we were talking about this in the car. We're like, you know, so what do you think? Like, you know, do you think that that person should get fired for for not getting a vaccine? And he was like, Byron's yeah. response was, they got to get another job. Yeah. Because I'm like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to be callous or anything. I just said that it doesn't really matter what I feel about the situation mm-hmm, or how a mm-hmm. person feels. You know, and people feel like they don't have a choice, but they do. You know, you're, people, I, people yeah, don't right. realize that they do have a choice because the one thing I was, as a new American, I'm trying to learn a lot about America because it's like in Canada, I'm not learning about American constitution and rights and all that stuff. I'm learning more about Canadian stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I became a citizen, I was like, you know, I should really learn this stuff so that I don't have someone rolling over my constitutional rights. Like if I get pulled over by the police or whatever, then, you know, if I don't feel like it's a lawful stop, then I, I can respectfully ask questions like, what's the reason for the stop or whatever. So mm-hmm. I want to, I want to learn my rights or if like a, a law enforcement officer was at the door of my apartment and it's like, can we come in? I'm confident to say, no, you need to have a search warrant. You know, right, you have right. no reason to come into my apartment unless right. you have a lawful reason to do that. And if you do, you should have a search warrant. I'm not just going to let you come into my house. Right. You know what just I mean? because <clears> I'm, <throat> just because I'm, uh, I'm a person representing, yeah. you know, police officer representing yeah. the law. So in learning about, um, the U.S. Constitution. One thing that I do know is that, like corporations and private businesses, they are uh, legal entities or legal people. Right. So corporations have rights also. Yeah. So pr- 
private business as a legal person, because we're, we're considered like natural people, like natural person. Mm -hmm. But in order for corporations to work in this country, it must be defined in some manner. And I think what it happened is that they're defined as legal people and they have constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. A mm -hmm. business has free speech rights, mm -hmm. privacy rights, property rights. That's why when you go into a business, you need to follow your employer's guidelines, guidelines, guidelines yeah, and policies, whatever, policies and, and stuff, training right. or whatever. And if you're a customer, you know, the business can write, you know, things like no shoes, no, no service. They can employ dress codes if you're like a yeah, really high-end like restaurant. Policies. <clears throat> yeah, but I think that's... And, and you have trespass laws. So if, right. the, if the customer isn't abiding by your business's policies, then you can call the law enforcement law and say this person is not abiding by our policy and is we want to trespass this person so that you can remove this person from our business. Mm -hmm. And so that's because businesses have constitutional rights. And then the other thing I said about it doesn't matter how I feel is one thing that I did learn about this country is the at will employment doctrine. Mm. When I'm like, what is that? Cause I, I hear about it, but I never really like, looked into it. So then I'm reading about what at will means is that an employer can hire you at will and you as a person can be an employee of that business at will. Mm -hmm. That's the employer employee relationship. But the at will is the business is free to fire you at any time, at any time with or without cause. Cause, right. The only state that is not that way is the, um, is Montana, which is a just cause state. So you have to have reason to be fired. So what would be like a reasoning for being fired? I mean, like being late, obvious ones, like yeah, being, being late. late, stealing from the company, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, then the, the businesses has reason to fire you. Now, are those reasonings include vaccination mandates? See, that's the thing about, that's what's tricky now, because now that's one of the things that where does this lie in between? Where does this lie between corporate policies now? Well, and legality, and legality. You know, mm -hmm. the companies are legally able to uh, put in policy like vaccine mandates, and if you don't follow their policy, they can fire you without without cause. Now, but then if that's the case, and with cause, and with cause, yeah. But now, if that's the case. Like you mentioned before, there are people that are out here that are not, I don't think they quite understand that, that reasoning behind that. Like if, if a company has certain policies that you have to follow and understand and things like that, there's documentations that you have, you sign mm -hmm. stating that, you know, that I understand your policies right, and if right, something and, and happens, right, and, right. you know, I will abide by this, I will abide by this here, or, you know? and, and the, and the flip side of the at will employment doctrine is that the employee is free to resign at any time because before you know right because you, they're given the choice if you <laughs> yeah exactly that way that way it's equitable right because if you were to resign from a company and cause that company financial harm for leaving then you know the employee or the employer can't sue you for leaving because if they're free to fire you at will then you're free to leave at will Mm. And what might happen in this country, which is, I think, why America has been really strong economically, is if you are performing really well, then another company can offer you a better package. True. 
True. Right. So I have more experience now and I can make if more you money. don't match yeah. this other company's offer, I'm, I'm going out. to leave and I'm going to join this other company and benefit that company. Right. So it's in the interest of the employer to keep you and develop you and pay you. And then, you know, and that's what I was like, man, this is actually like a really good thing because I don't want to join a company and then have to work my whole life for them because I have no, no way to get out. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so those two things together, you know, with the mandates, you know, like, and, and most businesses require you to have vaccinations, mm-hmm. but they don't say it outright because before COVID we already had our vaccinations through, um, through going to public schools or private schools. Right. Right. So they don't, you know, it, it's assumed that it's everyone, assumed that you already have them already yeah, in place. Right. That's the thing. So COVID is a, a recent phenomena and then they have the vaccine and it's, the data is really strong mm-hmm. that is it's safe and effective. And then it's within their legal right to mandate it. And I think it feels like, it's unfair that they're, they don't have a choice, but that's not, in my opinion, that's not the correct way to look at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just have a choice between two undesirable decisions. If you don't want to get vaccinated, the first decision is I don't want to get vaccinated. Right. And I will lose my job because mm-hmm. the employer is going to fire me. Mm-hmm. But that's not correct. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't want to get vaccinated, so I'm going to resign from my company and I'm going to look for another company that doesn't have a vaccine mandate because right. that's more fitting to me. Where so, are right, you, right. you going to find that? Right. Though? So now my cards are arguing. Well, that doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Like, my, right. This is where I can't counter argue him about it. It's like, if you're in the healthcare industry, everything's going to be the, the same guidelines everywhere you go. Even that's if, the if assumption. Right. That's the assumption. The if right. you're if you're a nurse and you're not vaccinated and you're going to try to work at another hospital, are you are you going to get a job at another hospital? No, you're not. No, you're not. Because those guidelines are the same. They're unless, following all across the board. Unless, unless you, you switch careers. Hospital, unless you find a hospital that doesn't have a mandate. Where? All hospitals know, like that have mandates. Texas or Florida. You know, and some people. Oh, I the hotspot cities. Well, the hot spot, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there there are probably some healthcare services. So, in certain parts of this country that don't believe in mandates. Okay, so and then. so that's the place where they would have to so go. So the same thing applies to a hospital. A hospital is a corporate. Yeah. Right? Actually, in this, com- in this country, most, I mean, it's a privatized. Right, I was going to say. Right. Is it privatized so most, or government-owned most, hospitals? Most hospitals are private. Are private. Right. So would that be the same thing for like clinics, like smaller entities? They most likely be the ones to say, well, we don't mandate you to. I think, I think the smaller ones are also private enterprises. They're also private, yeah, like right? CDMD, CDMD they're, they're and Urgent Care. They're franchise businesses. Yeah. But at, do you at think least, that, at least that's what I understand. Would them. you think that they would have them, have them mandated as well? Well, New York mandates it as a I state. Know. I know. So then all the businesses need to fall in line or they'll get fined. They'll get fined. Right. And the Supreme Court decision has upheld that states do have legal authority to do that. But now if, if we're going back to the at will, you said that the employer has the right to let go, let you go without cause, right. just as the employee has the right to leave. And I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm out. I've done that for, for mm-hmm. I'm gone. I'm out. Right. But now the question is, if, if it's about talking about, I have the right to sue you, where does that come into play though? If you're a protected class okay. or if you are 
have like a certain exceptions. So protected class would be an employer firing you because you follow a certain religion. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to do that. The employer is not allowed to terminate you based on your religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. If you are female or male, you're not allowed to be terminated because of your gender. Mm-hmm. If you come out as, you know, gay or lesbian transgender, or whatever, transgender, however, your employer is not permitted to fire you based on your sexual orientation. Then the employee, if that's the case and can prove it, can sue their employer for damages. Mm. And then the other, other ones are if you're a part of a union, then you're governed by a collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. Then you have to follow the, that, that collective bargaining agreement because it's a contract. Or if you're a contract employee. So right now, Ben Simmons, professional basketball player for the Philly 76ers, isn't playing. But he's under contract. So he can't leave the Philly 76ers organization unless they trade his rights. Right. So, right. so basically mm. now, well, when it comes to him, he's, I think he's, since I guess depending on the state that you're playing in, you're allowed to, to play without the vaccine. So yeah. I think Philly is, a, it has to, have, you have to have the vaccine in the state of Philadelphia. The state of, state but, of Philadelphia. Yeah, the, the reason why, the for, reason why for the players. Yeah. So that means he has to sit out. No, since no. he's not getting, he's, I, he's a disgruntled professional basketball player. He doesn't want to play for Philly anymore. Oh, okay. Right. So he's sitting out and he's not attending practices or whatever. And Philly doesn't have to pay him because they say that he's not fulfilling his contractual obligations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, Ben Simmons can't go and play for another basketball team because Philadelphia owns his, owns, rights, owns his rights under yeah. contract. Wow. Right, so, but, right, and, I, and in my case, I'm talking about like Andrew Wiggins right now. Yeah, he got vaccinated. Uh, Ky- Kylie, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I'm not sure about him. Yeah, but... Um, so those guys refuse to get vaccinated. So that means like it's, <clears> since the Brooklyn Nets, the New York team, you have yeah. to be vaccinated to work in a company, yeah. especially in sports arena. He refuses to get vaccinated. So now he has to sit out all the home games. Yeah, I think I think it's just New he York. He has to sit out. Yep, and he has to forfeit without pay. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Eighteen million. I think eighteen no, million. No, I think like I think it's really just New York and California that have the mandates, and the other states don't have For it yet. For sports players. Yeah. So in Andrew Wiggins' case, or it's, maybe it was just San Francisco as a as a city, he wouldn't be allowed to play home games. Wow. Unless he has the like he, can, he can play away games yeah. in different states that allow unvaccinated players. Unvaccinated right. players. So, Kyrie. so is that so? The if they're not vaccinated, are they subjected to weekly testing? I'm not. I'm not familiar. He with can't play them. at all. So that means if no, you can't my, play, that you're forfeiting your salary. No, but what I'm saying is, like, let's say he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Fine, just like the mm-hmm. a, a good majority of people that don't want to get vaccinated. At that time, are you getting weekly COVID testing? He probably is he probably getting is. tested. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So why why can't he play? Because, because New York State doesn't allow it. Doesn't allow it. Yeah. That's what, that's that's the point that we're getting to. Yeah, because New York because if you think about someone like Kyrie Irving or unvaccinated players and they play in front of a home crowd, and let's say that home crowd is like fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand people plus all the personnel, and let's say Kyrie does get sick, and let's say America's vaccination rate is what, like 60%? 60%, I think. Some of that. Let's say 40% of the people that go to the games aren't also not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Then it's a health risk. Right. Because it's not just the people in the stadium is that, you know, when they leave, then they might bring it to their family and friends. And it's just the way that contagious diseases are. Yeah. You know, it it harms society. But at this point, if you have... When you think about the sports players, you have them as 
the influencers, right? Mm-hmm. So if you say like, like your favorite basketball player, he's vaccinated. Why don't you get vaccinated? Right. Like that's always the message or the, the point I think that everybody's trying to get to. Right. Like if you have somebody that's famous, they're vaccinated and they're able to travel and they're able to do all these things. Why don't you go, you know, join the joint, the bandwagon, come and join us and get vaccinated too. And right, you could right. do the same thing again. It's all about choice. It all goes back to choice. So what is your choice in this whole situation about this mandate, the court orders and things like that? If we're now we're talking about school teachers, mm-hmm. right? Over the weekend, there was a court order saying that if you were not vaccinated over the weekend, right? Or if you didn't show at least proof of one, one vaccine, the right. first or the second, however that case may be, by Monday, you could get to stay home. Without pay. Without pay. So now you're not like now it's like, huh? What? <laughs> but they're, they're choosing. They're making a choice. Right. They're choosing not to follow their employer's policy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Plain and simple. That's it. So they're choosing not to follow. And there's consequences to your decisions. But the reason why they're not choosing or choosing not to vax, you know, vaccinate themselves is because again, they don't like the word mandate. And I, yeah, that's I, a separate issue. Then. That's right. Yeah. That's your choice then. No, but it's <laughs> no, but that's a different issue. That is a whole completely different topic because there's right. a difference between you choosing what you want to do. And then there being a mandate. Right. Right. So if you're saying that now, what was the issue that School had um, substitute teachers coming in. Yes. Uh, that are vaccinated. That Monday, there were 8,000 New York City teachers that were, that didn't show up to work. So they had to fill in substitute teachers. They had to get, uh, pretty much, they got, <laughs> they, they got ranked up to teachers for the day, I guess, until further notice. Hmm. I mean, that's also like, you know, the consequence of the employer, you know, losing their employees. Obviously, they don't want to lose their teachers. Yeah, but now, now they got to pay overtime, you know, like. So that's the consequence, too, is that they're going to have to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was in articles that 95% of teachers in New York have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So oh. we're really only talking about f- around 5%. Of principals, so the principals. Of the principals? Yeah, it was ninety six percent of the principals that got vaccinated. Yeah. I think and it's eighty four percent overall of the Board of Ed. Board of Ed oh. are vaccinated. Got, got vaccinated. But yeah. that includes um the security, so security guards staff. and yeah, school, like the, safety guess, yeah. school safety and lunch people. Yeah, all the other workers that work there. So that's, that's a pretty high number. Yeah. And then you got that sixty percent that are like that's you know, it's you could just say it's just the consequence of a mm-hmm. pandemic. You know, it overruns hospitals and it creates problems like that. And that's just you just make right. adjustments. Right. And know. then like, like you said, like it went to court this weekend. Judge quickly denied it. Yeah, so did Meyer. She was like, yeah, so was like not trying to hear it. Not trying to hear it. <laughs> yeah. You have no uh, no no claims against this justification of why you don't can't get it. Denied. Yeah. So now they were forced to you know, to, to, to now they're forced to get the vaccine. Yeah. You know, but I guess it also goes back to like, again, well, they're not forced. I was going to say, it's not forced. They either get vaccinated and go to work for their employer because that's what their employer has required, or they're free to resign, which is, you know, the, like I said, it's a choice between two undesirable situations right a rock in a hard place yeah and so and then they could leave 
and find another employer, another school that doesn't like a private school or maybe a religious school that doesn't have it and mm-hmm. then apply there and then find another job. That's just. See my man Byron, he's making it sound easier said than done. It's like right. if I, I don't just, like my job, framed, I'm going to quit. It's just framed that, you know, they're, be, they're being held like at gunpoint to get it. No, you're not. You're not being held at gunpoint. You might suffer some financial harm, you know, for a while while you look for another job. Or you can get vaccinated and which is the data is pretty strong that it's it's safer, much safer than um, remaining unvaccinated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and then you just go to work. I, I was actually thinking about this, um, that people were like, oh, it's taking away my like individual freedoms and my liberties and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is that the coronavirus pandemic took that away from us. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. hundred percent. And getting vaccinated is reclaiming our social freedom and liberty so that we can go, go back out like we did before, before. the pandemic. So it's not taking away our freedom and liberty. It's getting it back. A hundred percent. You know, that's, that's the way I think it really needs to be framed, framed. I think that's the proper way of framing it is that contagious disease, diseases harm society. And vaccinations allow us to try to get that back. Absolutely. Yeah, Hashtag right. truth. Yeah, because I, I want to go to a sweaty nightclub. <laughs> you know, that's, to me, to me, that was lazy joy. Right. That would be like the thing that when everything goes back to normal is that you can go to like a sold out concert. Yeah. And just get right into the front where everybody is smashing or going into a mosh pit. Oh or, boy. You know, and, and the music's like the crazy peach, good. The Petri dish. I yeah. don't know. Or, or a sweaty <laughs> nightclub where it's hot and steamy and everyone's dancing really close <laughs> and grinding <laughs> and stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, I want to back to normal, right? Like when I was in college and I was drunk and like going to a sweaty nightclub and it's just like where you're definitely going to get sick. If there was a contagious disease oh, yeah, hanging yeah, around, yeah, you're definitely guaranteed. everybody. everybody you catch it that night. <laughs> yeah, everybody in that nightclub is gonna get sick, right? But Something. we don't get we don't get sick because we there's we, we're vaccinated against most contagious diseases, and mm-hmm. we can't do that right now because COVID is a serious threat. So it's like, right. And, and the other thing I was thinking about is people are thinking that all these things are like permanent, but I feel like we're just in a transitional phase. I agree. I agree. You know, so it might feel like these are permanent because it's been around for quite a while. But the idea is that it's going to end at some point and we're going to go back to what we are more familiar with. It's just we're in the transitional period now. Right. It's not something that's going to happen and overnight. It's going to no require time and it's going to require coordination and it's going to require people making a good social, socially responsible decision. And then hopefully soon we'll be back to where we were at before, where we can go to a sweaty nightclub and go to concerts. That's it. I'm with, I'm, I'm with it. So that's, my, that's my thing. Sweaty nightclub. I think it's just funny. Sweaty my, my, my question is how stubborn do you have to be to not get vaccinated, to lose your job, knowing that you can't go back into that industry and it's hard to look I don't for think a job. it's about stubbornness. I think it's just, just if there's something that you stand up for, regardless whatever it is, it's something that you stand for. 
there's it has I don't think it has anything to do with being stubborn. Listen, <laughs> anybody <laughs> the age I feel forty and under have no idea what the the measles vaccine the the all, all the vaccines that we grew up taking when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Nobody has no idea what was in that. You you as a kid have no idea what they're putting in you. Mm-hmm. How is this different? Because the How people is this different? hashtag everybody's woke. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not. It's not woke. It, it's just as hard to look for it's, a job now. I mean, yeah. You know. So I'm pretty sure a lot of the people that got vaccinated in all these industries, they figured, you know what? If I don't get it, I'm losing my job. How am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to provide? But I think that's why people are getting mad about it because it's messing with their money in their pocket. It's messing with their livelihood because they feel like again force but byron made a great point is that they're not being forced you are making the choice just like every other person is making the choice not to be vaccinated everybody else is making the choice to get vaccinated right but should you be reprimanded should you be punished because you're not vaccinated that's the question and i feel a lot of people feel like they're being punished because they're not being vaccinated you don't get vaccinated your feelings don't matter. My, not my feelings don't matter. <laughs> you know I mean, it's, it's it, like, this is the way sometimes I think about it. It, it could be um, framed as unfair. Right. If I really deeply believe what's happening is unfair, then either I run for political office and campaign on this so that someone would vote for me and I could eventually get into a position where I create a new law. But this is America as it is right now. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so we have to deal with what's established now. And maybe if someone or if enough people have a problem with this, we're a democracy that they can organize, create a, like a political party or a political group, mm-hmm. get into um, Congress or the Senate and change the laws. Make a change. Right? To make it illegal to do these mandates that might be able to withstand Supreme court decisions mm-hmm. and then it would be a different environment, but we, we can't do that because America's not built to be changed instantaneously overnight like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my feelings might be legitimate, but it doesn't matter for the current what's established right now. Says who? America. Right. Supreme court. <laughs> exactly. Laws. Right. Constitution. That's it. Private right. business. There you go. Right. And talking about the Constitution, everyone feels like everyone's being violated for the First Amendment right, freedom of, freedom of religion. Now, here's this thing I They're don't get. They're being violated. So now they want to use religious how? exemption. I mean, sometimes. See, I don't know about uh, that. Sometimes, sometimes when I hear that, it's like, all right, can you elaborate? And there's nothing behind it. It's just said without convincing argument to help me understand how that works. Right, and I feel like it. I don't know how that works. It was written because you, they feel like you should you should be able to to do whatever religion you want, practice whatever religion you need, right, without consequences. Yeah, right. but where, like, like Steph said, we were having this conversation earlier. Where do medical mandates fall into religious exemptions? See, I didn't get that because this. What's going on in my school is that if you are not vaccinated, right, they're dropping you. Regardless if you pay for class, they're dropping you. And then the school says, if you are able to submit a form where you can show that you are medically exempt or you have a religious exemption, then you are able to 
still continue to go to school in person. So I'm trying to figure out what does it mean to be religiously exempt, right? I was trying to look for forms and things like that. The one form that I did find, it only states what organization you have, what church you affiliated what, with, what church are you affiliated with, and that was basically it. It's just saying like where you're affiliated. It doesn't say how are you religiously exempt. Yeah. Are you religiously exempt because of this so and so and so? And I'm trying to find a reason. I'm just like I can't find it. Well, there's one one article I read from Wired magazine by Jalad Edelman. The title says religious exemptions for vaccine mandates shouldn't exist. And the bottom, it says freedom of religion was never meant to ex- excuse people from obligations that apply to everyone. Mm. And then I'm not going to go into details, but the, just this little phrase, little paragraph here says the First Amendment restricts the government from prohibiting the free exercise of religion. For most of American history, this does not include religious exemptions from secular, so secular laws that apply to everyone. As the Supreme Court observed in 1879, to permit this would be to make the professed doctrines of the religious beliefs superior to the law of the land in an effort to permit everyone, every citizen, to become a law unto himself. Congress can't tell you what to believe, the court ruled, but it can tell you what to do. Break that down for me. So the courts, because of this, the First Amendment, they can't tell you what to practice or what you believe in. But... The court can tell you what to do because the laws that go by the Supreme Court that are approved and the judge says, boom, stamp of approval. Everybody has to do it. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's because America is based on secularism. Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, it's like in, like the laws don't favor a religion. So if you make a ruling in favor of religion, you're basically saying that that, religion, that religion is superior to the law that's already established because now you're favoring the government is um what's the word i'm looking for is is favoring a religion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the laws are supposed to be equal to everybody right the especially laws people is, who don't want to practice religion. right and it, the laws are put in place to protect those that want to practice and those that do not want to right, be practiced right. and not practice but you can't have it both yeah, ways exactly that's the problem but where does uh medical vaccinations fall into that category well medically it's different because I mean, I mean like mandates, medical mandates when it comes to religion. What do you mean? Where does it fall in there? Like you said, you couldn't find any forms or any, any religion. No, the forms I, for medical forms, I was able to find because you have to prove that you have some sort of disease or some sort of comorbidity or some condition that would prevent you from taking the vaccine. If you have an allergy to a certain ingredient in the vaccine, that is completely, that's more than medical enough. Mandates, medical, medically, yes. I'm talking about religious purposes. I, where, couldn't, I couldn't really find anything. And, and, and everything I've been reading and stuff like that, it, it just pretty much says like, like the, the Catholic, the Catholic just tell church. Us, it's it telling says, people to go get vaccinated. It's just telling you to say, you know, this is who we're affiliated with. This is your information. But how does that exempt you? It's not the same way as if you're being medically exempt. Again, I'm going back yeah. saying if there's an ingredient that you have an allergy to, allergy to, then there's no I, reason I, I, for you yes. to take it. Of course. I, think, I think the religious exemption is it's just so. It's, it's difficult to prove. Yes. You know, because like, how do you prove that? How do you prove you're deeply so, religious? But it's okay. And that's the case and okay. everybody's going to sign religious right. exemption but, but forms okay so nobody for, has right. to get vaccinated. Yeah. So it's okay for me to bring my religious exempt form, submit it to you, no questions asked. They that's can't what question it's, me because, right. because of my yeah. religious beliefs. That's. Yeah, the, the, the standard, of pr- the burden of proof would lie 
for the person trying to get a religious exemption, you'd have to prove that, that, you know, there's, there's some religious reason why you can't take a vaccine. But that's I, I, very, I, that's very difficult to do. I was going to say, like, how do you, how, how do, do you do, how do, you do, that? do that? How do you do that? That's my thing. It would be like, like God would have to come, Jesus would have to come down and sign your document. And then you'd have to go to your employer and it's like, this is Jesus. <laughs> and he says that I can't take a vaccine. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to make like a joke, but like, how, how do you prove that? Right, right. Medical exemptions, you can prove. You can. Because you can show that there's some adverse reaction or whatever. You know, those are measurable. How do you measure religion? Faith. Faith, you know, <laughs> do you, like, do how, you. Do you, how do you measure that? How do you prove that, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I, that, like, how do you? That's why I think it's, it's extremely difficult. And the right. why, why religious exemption is extremely difficult to, to have. But then, but then all, like the Catholic church is, 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 is pretty much telling all the other parishes like to, to tell them to get vaccinated, that mm -hmm. it's okay. The Pope got vaccinated. All these other vaccinated. So now it comes to your choice. I think, yeah. I you think know? if there was a, like, let's say the Bible was like, or religious text. That said, that said, like, you are not to inject, you know. You will not jab you yourself. Will not put, put, <laughs> you will not jab. Yeah, you will not intentionally get sick or some, some line like that, that, that makes it very clear. And then mm -hmm. maybe, maybe we would have an, a religious exemption mm -hmm. argument, mm -hmm. but I don't think there's anything in the Bible that says anything like that. I don't. I can't. Yeah, I was reading articles. It's like there's nothing in the Bible that gives religious exemption to vaccinations. Yeah, it, it's it's so it's but it's so, so hard. hard. To, it's so hard, and it's just I like know. I feel like people fighting for the wrong reasons right now. It's, well, it's because they don't want to get vaccinated, so they'll just make it. Yeah, but it's not the wrong argument. reasons for them. Again, Byron made a good point. Like people, people have the right to their own feelings, but your feelings yeah. cannot reflect what the situation right. is going on. Yeah. You know, because I mean, America's law of the land is like, you know, what's the the law is what rules. Right. It's not your religion. It's not it's not anything else. It's what's written in laws. And it goes back to secular. It's yeah. secular. So why don't you know, why is it that there was always an issue when you had to say the Pledge of Allegiance in the school? Right. So when you do those things. You do it either in the privacy of your own home. Or you do in the public, you know, in the public schools. Now, if you did in a Catholic school, you have your regular sacraments, you have your prayers and things like that. But how does that take into part in practicing a religion that lets you get away from protecting others in the community? Right. right. So if 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 you're trying to sum if you're trying to sum it up, right? The purpose of different religions is always to either educate others, to to inform others about their about their religion and all in I'm trying to find the right words, all in the purpose of unity. Right. So if it's about unity, it's about sharing information. What type of information are you sharing? Are you sharing the information like you don't want to share that you don't get the vaccine? You want to get the vaccine? You have to go to work. You don't work. Like where where does it go? And what direction does it go that you're trying to tell people, well, you can practice what you want to practice, but you can't come to work because you don't want to take the vaccine. So it's just super hard. Like Byron said before, it's a rock and a hard place. You, could just, you have to just stick by your decisions or don't. You yeah. can quit your job or go find another job. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how can you find another job? Well, there's, if, you just got to put the effort in. 
How do you find any job? You just research, you find job postings, mm-hmm. and you just submit your application. And that's it. <laughs> See, my, my man, he said, it's simple. Yeah, maybe maybe the medical field is not where you should be if you don't agree with vaccinations. Because what if the next outbreak happens and then they discover another vaccine and they have mandates and stuff? You're going to come to that problem again. And, yeah. and you can't fight it. You can fight it, but you're probably going to lose because of precedent. So and because maybe, of the majority. And, and yeah, and then just maybe you go into start your own business. Yeah. If you really want to like follow your personal conviction convictions against like getting vaccinated, you could also start your own business. That's true. You could be your own employee. You can be your own boss and set your own policy and you can incorporate and your business could have constitutional rights. You can set, you know, a non-vaccine mandate, no mask mandate. And that's how your business is going to be run. And there's some restaurants in this country that are doing that, that do that. Yeah. That if you wear a mask, we're not going to serve you. And that's well within their rights that's to do well that. That's well in their rights to do right. so. It's no different than someone who's- No in, shoes and, yeah, and service. if you're a restaurant that requires masks and someone comes in there and wears uh, and doesn't wear a mask, a person who goes into a business with a no mask um, policy and you go in there with a mask, you're, you're a jerk. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's no mm-hmm. different than an anti-masker going to a, a, a business that requires masks. Vice versa. It's just the same thing. Yeah, but I think that there's, there's situations, not to gear too far off, but there was an incident back in, um, I think about two or three weeks ago, about um, in Carmine's in Times Square. Yeah. There was a woman that asked for her oh, vaccine yeah. card. So now the woman, the host, is doing what's required of her or whatever is part of her job description mm-hmm. to find whoever the people that are coming in to eat the dining guests to or whatever sure to make the sure that they they can come in as long as you present your vaccine card mm-hmm. meanwhile she gets smacked around yeah and and beat up wow. for 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 simply asking i didn't hear about this no it happened yeah because uh, it was a grand opening like a few weeks yeah, ago they, the hostess was like from what i read didn't believe the vaccination card was legitimate and then the three guests. The thing is, is like, that's not the only, this is example, perfect example. That's not the only restaurant in New York. There you go. Just go to another restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why are you attacking a hostess of one restaurant? Because she didn't believe that the vaccine card was like the CDC card was legitimate. If that's true, mm-hmm. a normal reaction would be like okay thank you we'll just take our business to another restaurant that wants it mm-hmm. this is new york nah, why, this is new york why, why? new york is no, always these were, tourists, these were tourists from texas oh yeah these were like three or four oh that's right from texas. that's right that's okay. right right you just go to another <laughs> restaurant there's thousands of restaurants more than that right and you know i was reading an interesting post that people who know the truth don't mind being questioned but people who Tell lies, don't want to be challenged. Mm. Uh, Say it one more time for me, Brian. (laughs) Say it one more time for me. People who are like confident and truthful don't mind being questioned. In fact, they might welcome being questioned. Mm -hmm. But people who are putting up a facade or putting up lies, they don't want to be challenged. You hear that? That Because they're protecting the lie, right? Mm -hmm. 
They don't want the lie to be exposed. exposed. Mm-hmm. For someone who's truthful, doesn't have to anything really to worry about. Right. Really, they can they can welcome the questions and say, "Yeah, you can ask me anything you want. I'll just tell you." The what truth will set you free. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was really interesting because you see people react in really aggressive and outrageous ways, like the one with the carmines. Yeah. Right. I, I, if I if if the, if I had a legitimate CDC card and they didn't accept it, I'm like, all right, I'll just take my business elsewhere. Elsewhere. Right. Or even if I had a fake one and they didn't accept it, I know I could go to another restaurant and just get and it. And they'll take you know, it. They'll probably yeah, take they'll it. They'll take it. Why that one? Right. Why that in particular? Why that one? Because it's famous. You, you it's have famous. to eat there. It's famous. It's like, good food. Family you? style Italian food. One in the best. Been there. Done that. Amazing food. But the, did the hostess need to get smacked around a little bit? Ah, no, no. I doubt it. No. <laughs> no. There's, no, so. there's no reason to assault another person. There isn't. No. There right. isn't. Yeah, in fact, that's like the perfect thing about constitutional rights. You do, there are limits to your constitutional rights, right? They're, your individual freedom and liberty is not unlimited. I think, cannot, a lot, I think a lot of people get that confused. Yeah, forget that. You can't, you can't, I mean... You're not free to put your hands on another person because if you do that, you're violating that other person's constitutional rights and you must respect that. Yeah. Right. And that's what it is to live in a society is that there are going to be conflicts between everybody's individual rights that is equally given to everybody. Right. And yours is no more superior than to another person's. And again, I think people forget that as well. Yeah, I think if they so, forget that that uh, how far this country has come. I mean, yeah, to create have, those liberties. Yeah, we have we have. There's other countries out there that yeah, don't have liberties. Like we have civ- civility, we have yeah. manners, we have like etiquette. Some do, you know? Yeah, <laughs> some like, do. We, we recognize all states. Yeah, we recognize that we have our individual rights, but we also have responsibilities living in a society together. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to agree with us, but we can't put our hands on them. Yeah. You know, we can't, we can't assault them or attack them or kill them. Cause if like in that example, if you kill someone, like if you murder someone, you just deprive that other person of their life. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's crimes against that. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Sometimes I feel like a lot of arguments is like, my rights are better than yours. Or like, it's superior to yours. Like, don't infringe on my rights. It's like, you just don't, you don't live by yourself in the woods where you don't interact with anybody whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Where you don't. Com- where but but you can. Self- you can go to, you know, go get off but the grid. But again, that's choice. You know, like Jesse Ventura. You can but go. Even, you can go. But let's say. Live you, in the woods. Let's say you live in the woods, right? Your tools are made from someone. Right? Unless you. Crafted them yourself. You crafted them yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know how, what situation is possible for you, for an individual to be by themselves for the entirety of their life with zero interaction with anybody else. Right. There's, so. there's many out there like that, but our attention is not to you guys. If you're listening and you want to be by yourself, you be by yourself. Yeah. You have the choice to do it. Yeah. You, don't plenty, want, you, you want to get vaccinated? Go get vaccinated. <laughs> you don't want to get vaccinated? Don't get vaccinated. No, go get vaccinated. <laughs> it's your choice. Go get vaccinated. It's your choice. 
But what you can't do is you can't get mad at me because <laughs> I want to get vaccinated and I can't get mad at you because you don't want to get vaccinated. Right. But people, again, they misinterpret that information and biomages. I mean, he just said it perfectly. You have the choice to do what's good for you. Yeah. But now with these mandates, people saying that those laws are not superior to our feelings and they are superior to our understanding. And it's like, you're taking away my freedom. I'm like, here we go again. Uh, That's not the point. (laughs) Right. But it's just, it's, it's sad because now we have to think about moving forward and how do we move forward? I think just reading articles, it brought this pandemic will probably end next year. If that. It's probably going to end next year because, or at least to some degree, because if you really think about like people are still going out and getting their vaccinations. Mm -hmm. I mean, mandates have really helped that because people don't want to lose their jobs. So they went and got vaccinated. There was like, even Andrew Wiggins got vaccinated because he, (laughs) you know, he's going to lose millions of dollars a year. Or for every game that of he course. missed. I think it was like 300000 per game. Yeah, but he's not a high-paid player. So No, he's paying $30 million a year. Yeah, $30 million. The what? The $200 million, You know, yeah, he's getting 300000 a game. 300000 a if game. That's not incentive. If that's not incentive to get like vaccinated. Nine, $10 million. Ooh. And the vaccine is free. The vaccine is free. And, oh, yeah, I was going to, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that in mind. But what was I saying? Um, moving I, forward yeah so people are getting vaccinated people are still getting sick yeah in yeah. fact right now I think the the infection rate's um, declining and I think it's because it's reaching a, a twofold uh, state where you have vaccinated populations that are have some immunity and people who are recovered from COVID also having immunity so that that level where it's going to be difficult for the virus to spread mm-hmm. at some point next year, we'll probably reach around a sufficient level along where, with the, um, with boosters as well. Cause yeah. now with the approval, partial yeah. approval for right. Pfizer and now they're looking at, I think they right. approve a half dose for Moderna. I think they did. Yeah. I'm not sure. But like with those boosters as well, again, right. we're, we're and, helping and boosting. If, if kids, if the schools require it, just like every other vaccination, cause mm-hmm. kids, I think will also need to be protected mm-hmm. because they, they interact. It's natural for them to play with each other and interact with each other. So at some point it's probably going to come to an end next year mm-hmm. to a reasonable degree. It's probably not going to go away, but uh, maybe, maybe at some point it will go away right. because we have, we have large parts of this world that remain that don't have vaccines. So it's going to live there, you know? And so it's going to be a long time before it's like, if it get, does, does get eradicated. But uh, I think... That's, I think just, that's just time. Yeah, it just takes time. That takes time. So those two things is natural infection and vaccinations. With vaccinations doing most of the work. Then mm-hmm. uh, things I think are going to get better. I, I, like better than not back to normal, but right. better. So. so let me ask you a question. What is your opinion about... Myself and Andre not getting our oldest vaccinated. I mean, Good you, you have your reasons. Remember, you're a guest here. Uh, it was a joke. No, I, I mean, there's no right or wrong I answer. Don't, here. I don't. I don't like. I I, I wouldn't know because I don't know your son's like 
medical history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I'm not going to go straight up and say that you should vaccinate him because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I would, all I would say is obviously look at good data. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about what makes good data and what makes bad data. What makes bad data. Mm-hmm. So look at the data and, and then make a decision. I hope that you would consider it. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I'm, I'm not really, I don't know enough to be honest about kids and stuff like that. I don't really know studies that are coming out yet mm-hmm. about it. I don't, I don't know about children's immune system as opposed to an adult's immune system. So mm-hmm. I, I can't make a determination on that. But what if we were to tell you that when we went to go get an opinion or some advice from our own pediatrician, mm-hmm. she said that she did not feel comfortable giving the vaccine to anybody under the age of 18 at her facility. Okay. Uh, and she said, I will not be giving it out either. Yeah. So I could give you a letter telling you that you no, know, I'm his pediatrician and that I don't give out vaccines to under 18. I'm, I'm just going to say that, like, I'm going to rely on the studies and, this, and, the, and the scientists and the experts. I don't know enough mm-hmm. about it. All I know is that the data is good. And even like, good quality data how do you know some something is better than others Mm -hmm. so like considering when the vaccines first came out and they got the emergency use use authorization you know the the trial data i think was like the third trial that they were doing and it was like a double blind study meaning the administrators giving the vaccines or the placebo didn't know which one they were giving um the two groups were randomized and then the two groups didn't know if they were getting the vaccine or, or not, not. Mm-hmm. because the whole point of like a study like that is to remove as much human error and human bias away from affecting the results so that when the data comes back, it's going to be as objective as possible so that you know that the data is good quality. Mm-hmm. The worst quality kind of data is like hearsay. Right. You know, you hear from another person that this person got sick after this being vaccinated, yeah. you know, because that's rife with personal bias or personal spin. You know, it's like the game of telephone that's wholly unreliable. So you just have to look at and especially like studies. There's a lot of studies, right? And a lot of studies conflict with each other. You have to think what the methodology of the study is and if it's been like peer reviewed, meaning that they looked at it and they copied the same study and they reproduced the same results, then you know that that data is pretty good. Mm -hmm. But if you have a study and the methodology is suspect and then, you know, other independent reviewers try to replicate that same study, but didn't get the same results, results. then you know that study is probably biased or something's up. Yeah. Something's fishy about mm-hmm. it so that's it so i think right now the studies are being done about with respect to children but it's it's kind of sad right now with the delta variant infecting a lot of kids yeah you know what i mean it's spreading now because like the adult populations are a little bit more they're fighting against it. vaccinated <laughs> yeah so where does the virus go it's gonna spread to it's the gonna un- go where it's gonna spread to the people who don't have who don't vaccinations. have vaccinations yeah that's like, the thing everyone wants to become a, an analyst now because they feel like they could do better research than the CDC, you know, like <laughs> when it comes to Google and Yahoo and all that stuff. No, 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 no. Because everybody's, all the information is coming from online. I know. It's, it's pretty bad. But where else are you going to get it from? 
Nobody's going to the library. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's you know, I th- I there's people, not enough information no, that can be printed course, I think, I think to keep people, up with the updates. I think like, you know, I have like, like I said before, I have a biochemistry degree. So I'm like trained a little bit better in terms of like what I find to be strong data or good data versus bad data. But I don't think that kind of education is available to everybody. I think I might be one of the, I was thinking like how many people in this country or in Canada have biochemistry degrees? And I know the answer is not that many, Mm. you know, not many. So you're at a slight advantage. Well, that's why I said that I think I have slightly above average knowledge in this area. So I feel like, like I, I don't, I don't mind sharing like, uh, what I've learned in university because I realize now that people might not understand. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing is I think people, when they do the research, they don't know how to discriminate between good information and bad information. And differentiate. Yeah. Yeah. They just want things to fit their worldview. And so they'll, they'll attach to something to confirm their, their worldview instead of looking for information that, contradicts the worldview. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, again, like you mentioned before, that's something that is measurable, something yeah. that can be proven and things like that. And yeah. that's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. hard when you don't have the right tools because I know that for me right now, it's all about feelings now. Me, it's about feelings. And yeah. I mentioned this before and it's like, as a parent, it's just like, if, I, if my youngest can't get the vaccine, then why should the oldest get one? Why can't they both have it? And it's just like, I'm like back and forth. Right. But then yeah, yeah, in a, it's not required in a classroom with 34 kids, but it's required for after school program in a classroom with 20 and, for um, an hour and a half. And they're together for eight hours with no vaccine, nothing. Yeah. But yeah, it's required for a group of 20 kids. And I, I, I feel like sports, I understand. Yeah. Contact sports and all that stuff. I understand why you need it and stuff like that. But if it's like, just like a club, book reading club, art club, chess club. Mm-hmm. There's, I feel like there's no need for it. But then again, there's like not yeah. enough research on kids or data to show how. How do you how, know that? I'm just, I'm just going by what I'm reading or what you're feeling. Oh, what you're feeling. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of it, a, a lot of the things. Or how will affect them later on? That's the thing. How, how, I'm worried Nobody about knows. how's it going to affect me yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, you know, me, I'm like me personally, like, how is it going to affect me now? Like, I still don't have my sense of smell back. I mean, it's not the same. My sense of smell yeah. has never been the same. I got COVID back in March yeah. and we are in October. Yep. Yeah. In 2020. My brother said his friend didn't remember what his taste was before he got sick. And then he recovered and he got his sense of taste back, mm-hmm. but not like how he remembered. Oh, yeah. Everybody did. I'm yeah. the same way. Oh, your taste it, it, is different than from when you remembered? My, I feel like my whole body is different ever since. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. me too. Oh. But I had this hacking cough. I had, I had the cough for six months. Really? I couldn't get yeah, rid of I, it. I had a sore throat. I, had the, I still had the cough after I recovered. Wow. Six months, months I had the after. cough. And then, it's, it's, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm not trying to like make, make myself sound like really like I made all the right decisions because I never got covid mm-hmm. i honestly don't know what that's like mm-hmm. and i don't know <laughs> he's like under my breath can't relate <laughs> no i mean and, 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 and the reason why i bring that up is if people, are, I can't relate. If people, people are hesitant about the vaccine and now we have two different like um experiences mm-hmm. 
they can like, I don't know what that's like. I can tell you that I don't know what it's like to not, or to not remember what things tasted like before and after. Cause I've never suffered that. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, it was a horrible feeling. Right. And, and, it, and, <laughs> I, and I, and I was telling my, I was chatting with my brother today. It's like, you know, the five basic senses, right? Like seeing, smelling, hearing, tasting, touching, touching. Yeah. touching yeah. It, it's just so fundamental to a human experience that getting the vaccine for me, that alone was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, imagine you're like a sommelier, like you're a wine taster and you lose your taste of smell. You, you lose your sense of taste. <laughs> Byron made a face and I, I totally agree. You lose my mind. Like what a, is this? What like is a, this? If you're like a super smeller, do you know that smells like perfumes or this and that? And coffee you beans. Your, I, I, coffee, yeah. yeah. And you lose your sense of smell or you're a coffee taster. And now, now you can't do your job anymore. Yeah. Like, oh man, like. But people are losing their jobs anyway because they yeah, don't want to take the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, it's not a laughing matter, but it's just like it's. No, it's, I mean, it's it's, it, but it's okay to laugh. It's okay to be to make like, we should be allowed to at least make jokes and stuff here and there, course. as long as it's not like mean spirited no no not at all not being facetious no No, not at all because the constitution says we can't (laughs) oh boy oh boy it's like calm you know we should be able to have moments of levity here and there you know i don't i don't see that there's anything bad with that and i think the thing is it's like it's again it's about balance again yeah you know you have to do what's best for you but is it what's best for you what's best for the community Right. That's what you have to tackle with. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest, I think an interesting thing about the United States is it's very individualistic and Mm -hmm. there's like this big fear of socialism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and communism and communism. And I think it's damaged a lot of what it means to just be in a healthy society because like the word community same root word as communism. Communism. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like we have we live in a community with each other. Either your immediate family, your extended family, your right. friends, your work family, the city that you live in, you know, it's not communism to live in a community, you know, and you're part of a small society or a social structure. Like we have responsibilities. Yeah. And we need to I think it's not neat. I think it's important to recognize that and not forget that that's an important facet of living. And living independently. Yeah. And living, you know, if you want to be out in the woods, you can do that too. But yeah, you, you have the choice that. to yeah. do that too. You could choose to do that. You could choose Living to on do a big that. farm or something that's like it. that. Like Jesse Ventura. Why do you keep mentioning Jesse Ventura? Because <laughs> like, you're the only one person I know like, that went off the grid. <laughs> off the grid. Oh my God. But Byron, I want to thank you today for participating with us today. I mean, it it the conversation could just keep going. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was something I wanted to bring up. All right, so I was thinking about like the vaccine or test, right? And I remember when I went to Vancouver, when I came back to the United States, I needed to have a negative test to come back, re-enter the country, because mm-hmm. even if I was getting on a plane. You know, the flight crew, they have a right to have a safe work environment. So they want to ensure that everybody that boards a plane 
within three days had tested negative for COVID. Otherwise, you have one person coming in there with COVID, then it puts at risk everybody, everybody on the plane. On so here in New York, when I went to visit my family, um, we have free testing. So I don't know how much it costs to do the test. Mm-hmm. When I was coming back, I had to pay $100 to get the test because Vancouver wasn't set up like New York with free testing. Mm-hmm. Everyone that needed the test had to pay out of pocket. Mm. And I was like, $100. I'm like, God damn. $100. I didn't expect to have to pay like out of pocket, out like of that. pocket an expense that I didn't never had to pay for or before. plan for or plan for. Right. So I had to like find a rapid um, antigen test, antigen test. And I got my test. I got the negative, And then I came back mm-hmm. to the U.S. Then I got my insurance bill because yeah, it was that's charged. What we're talking about. It got charged to my insurance. So, you know, you get your um, invoice mm-hmm. about how much the insurance covered. Test was $500. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, I'm not God. shocked. I'm not shocked. I mean, it's, it's just the, it's the way the yeah, medical yeah. system is here in the U.S. And I'm like, okay, what justifies that cost? And it's probably the people who like at the facility, mm-hmm. their wages, when the test gets sent to the lab, the wages for the, the lab technicians, mm-hmm. uh, the equipment the that's equipment. used, the test kit, manufacturing the test kits. And then like, and they charge insurance, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know if they negotiate, but I think there was discounts if it's in network, out of network, whatever. And I was in an in-network clinic. Mm-hmm. So if I'm an employer... And I'm paying medical benefits for my employees. And I had to weigh the decision between mandating a vaccine, which is free. And they only need to do one dose or two dose. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't cost me, the employer, anything. Or give the test option. And it's $500 a test. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm an employer and I'm looking at my bottom line. I'm going to mandate a vaccine. <laughs> bottom line. <laughs> or you're going to get fired because I can't afford to pay you to pay for the tests. Every time. Every time. Every week. Or um, pass those costs on to you because then you will quit. Mm. Like, am I going to garnish your wages to pay for the test? I don't know. I don't know what the legality and all that stuff is, mm-hmm. but there's also like employers um, that like Delta Airlines, they were going to put a $200 surcharge on their health premiums if they remain <laughs> unvaccinated. And guess what happened? They went and got vaccinated. Except for six employees. Something like that. Right. Six employees are fighting it in court right now. Yeah, but I'm six out of how many? Of, all of them. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, but how many is all of them? I guess whoever United Airlines employees. This, yeah, yeah. this is this is like what I find is the miracle of vaccines is that. Oh, the other thing that I should bring up too. Okay, I'm gonna try to remember this. Is that it's inexpensive, in the grand scheme of things, it's efficient. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It prevents hospitalization. Imagine all the costs involved 
in going to the hospital. Well, I know, I know for one, if you're, if you're being intubated, Mm -hmm. if you need to get any other treatment, abutyrol, anything of that extent, if you have any other comorbidities and things like that, you're looking at a $15,000 bill. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. With intubation alone. It's crazy. I mean, just getting a hospital bill, uh, losing work for being sick. You know, I'm just like, wow. That's just that so was much. preventable. It was preventable. Right. right. So now I'm going to touch base with those six workers from United Airlines. It says six of these exempted workers are challenging United's policy in a federal lawsuit in Texas, which employment lawyers say it is likely to turn on the nature of the alternatives that United offered to employees who sought exemptions. And in quotation, it says you can have a mandatory vaccination policy. However, employees may be entitled to a reasonable accommodation based on either a sincerely held religious belief and or a disability. I don't know about the religious belief. If it doesn't cause an undue burden on the employer. And it does. And it does. I was was just going to say, and it does. The insurance premiums. I mean, there was a while where insurance providers were waiving all the costs related to to COVID, COVID, right. And now they're not because they just can't keep paying for all this stuff, right? So now the employers are either going to have to pick up the tab or they're going to have to pass it on Pass it on to the employees. Right? And the other thing that I find about, <clears throat> like, you know how there's a lot of controversy about hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. ivermectin now is the thing, you know, Z-Packs and Z-packs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Rogan got sick and he said he took everything under the, except for like the kitchen sink or whatever, and he took ivermectin. And that does not prove that ivermectin works mm-hmm. because if you really think about it, you know, I think the, the general lethal rate of COVID is like 1.6% because of all the confirmed cases in the United States versus all the death, uh, 98.4% recovered, 1.6% died. Died, right. Of the 98.6% that have recovered, maybe 30% they estimate had severe or long-term symptoms still. So you don't really make a full recovery like right away. So if Joe Rogan is 98.6% likely to recover, it doesn't matter what he took. Mm-hmm. He could have taken a placebo and he would have recovered. Right, right. You know what I mean? And if he died using ivermectin, like what does that, that doesn't prove anything. That, does because, that say that it could have been the cause of his death either? Yeah, so you, that's why it's so important to do a, like a controlled study where you have like a placebo group a, uh, and a variable group right. and that you try to remove all of the factors so that you can actually determine if the thing that you're taking is the cause. Is the cause. Right? right. You can't just take someone's anecdotal experience saying, oh, I took ivermectin and I recovered and it works. That doesn't prove anything. Everybody's so different. You have, Everybody's you have a, so different. He had a 98.6% chance of surviving. Just like everybody else. Everybody else. Right? It doesn't matter. You could have taken a sugar cube and you would have recovered. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean sugar cube's going to help you. Right. 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 Everybody's different. So you can't prove that a therapeutic drug like ivermectin is mm-hmm. going to work or hydroxychloroquine is going to it's work. work. Is ivermectin used for horses or something? Like it's that? a like- horse dewormer. <laughs> And I mean, I think there's human use cases too, not to the same dosage right, right. that they give to a horse. Obviously right. a horse is like way bigger than us. Right. Um, but anyways, like therapeutic drugs, they're like chemical active ingredients. 
And so, you know, when you watch like a drug commercial, they list all like the side effects and all mm-hmm. that stuff. The difference between vaccines and like therapeutic drugs. So therapeutic drugs are usually uh, things that are given to you when you're sick or after you're sick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're and taking them prof- uh, prophylactically. 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 Yeah. And, and you could do studies like when people are sick. Mm-hmm. How do you test a vaccine? You're asking me or are you telling me? No, I, well, <laughs> I'm, I guess both. Both. Okay. I, like the, I like the deep pause there. Okay. How do, you, how do you test to see if a vaccine works? Give it to somebody that's sick. No. No. Because it's preventative. No. Mm-mm. If someone's sick and you give them a vaccine, that's not how vaccines that's work. That's not how vaccines work. Oh, oh I'm thinking like a remedy. I think... No, gotcha. but vaccines are not a remedy. Right, a vaccine is a, it's not a therapy. It's not a therapeutic drug. It's not. Vaccines, vaccines get tested in a challenging environment like now when there is widespread infection. If during the Pfizer trials, let's say COVID ended abruptly, like mm-hmm. SARS ended, original SARS, it just disappeared. There's no way to know if the vaccine was going to work or not. Right. Because you don't, there's two ways that you can test it. You can give someone a experimental vaccine and then after a certain period of time, you expose them to the virus, mm-hmm. which is a challenge called a challenge trial. But that's kind of unethical because imagine it's like you're trying to test the vaccine for Ebola, mm-hmm. which kills like 50%. 50%. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 40 to 70%. 40 to 70. So the average is about 50%. Who would take an experimental Ebola vaccine and then get intentionally exposed to Ebola? Nobody. 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 Right? And and that's highly unethical to do that. Mm -hmm. But let's say there's a worldwide pandemic of Ebola. Now you give it to volunteers who would take it. And then you see what happens in the natural environment. That's what happened with the COVID vaccine. Right. Is that infections were spreading. They had something like 44,000 volunteers. They split them into two groups. And when the data came back after like four months, something like 180-ish people got infected. And of the 180, 172 were from the placebo group and eight were from the vaccinated group. And that tells you that the vaccine is effective. And that's what they base the emergency use. Emergency use of her. Yeah. So that's how you test a vaccine is when it's desperately needed. Like when smallpox vaccine came out, it mm-hmm. was because smallpox was killing three out of 10 people. And um, Edward Jenner noticed that milkmaids were getting cowpox when they were milking cows. They were milking the cows. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was like an accidental discovery. And he had a hunch that it was the cowpox giving some form of immunity, immunity. to smallpox. And he did the challenge. He Gave it to an eight-year-old boy and then exposed him to an environment where there was smallpox and he never got infected. So it's not a th- the way a therapeutic drug is going to be studied. You know, vaccines are studied when there is an infection around and it's desperately needed. And that's how basically the COVID vaccine came out. And I don't think mRNA vaccines were being used as a vaccine type. And it was just a serendipitous opportunity to test it. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why like Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca had lower efficacy 
was because infection rates were spiking when they did their trials, as opposed to Moderna and Pfizer, which did earlier when the levels were a little bit more stable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the environment wasn't as challenging. But the most important thing with the vaccines was it was preventing hospitalization and it was preventing death. death. And that's really the most important thing that's, about vaccines. That's the goal. Right. That's the goal. Is that it prevents you from going to the hospital and it definitely prevents you from dying. And then all the people around you, you know, the sadness and the pain that that caused. So I thought that was interesting was that how much testing costs. Mm-hmm which is like hundreds to thousands, thousands of dollars, of dollars. Right. and the vaccine is free. And if I'm an employer, you're getting the vaccine and <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You cost because, me money. No, it's true. Right. Yeah. A business survives on how much money it makes. So if you're, you're driving my profits down, I'm going to fire you. If you're out every week vacationing and stuff like that, and you got to get yeah. tested every would, time you come I'm, back. Yeah. To and I'm going to, I'm going to hire someone that is vaccinated. That's not going to cost me those things. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's my constitutional right as a private business. <laughs> As a natural person, no, no. Uh, legal, legal, entity. legal entity. Legal entity. Or a legal person. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's a, that was the thought that I had, and uh, thought that was interesting. A nice thought. Yeah. All right, folks. I think that's a wrap. Thank you, Byron, for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, I'm still learning a lot about America, so my opinions might change a little bit here and there. But I do believe that I do believe in individual rights and and liberty. But I also believe in definitely that we function as a society and we should consider others a lot. That's good. Yeah. See, my man Byron always comes through. Always comes through with the wisdom. With his wisdom. And people who know the truth don't mind being questioned. That's right. <laughs> and people who lie don't like being challenged. Challenged. That's right. Are you, those, are you one of those people? I like to counter argue. <laughs> It's good to play devil's advocate because you see, you know, because I, I, in a car ride, I, I told him, I said, listen, Byron, I agree with everything you're saying, but we got to, you know, take it the other way. Yeah, see, don't be know? mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> no, this don't, you can't be mad at somebody that's expressing their And there gives opinion. you no right to be violent or put your hands on someone. Yeah. Let somebody catch these hands. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All right. So Steph, tell them where they can follow us. I don't know where. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, where can you find us? Where can you not find us? So you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Breaker Radio and Radio Public, and also on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Audible at Table for Four. If you hear my cat in the background, he's telling you where to go as well. Um, also, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And I, I know, where else can they find us? And guys, awesome, awesome episode. Join us for another episode. This is Table for Four. This is Stephanie. This is Andre. See you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Take care.